0: Good morning everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard podcast, available on all major podcast platforms. Today I'm blessed to have Jacqueline Taylor along here with me. Jacqueline, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well, thank you.
0: I'm glad. And um can you kind of touch on a bit uh, a bit about where you're from and uh you know your upbringing and eventually how you get started in the adult industry?
1: Uh sure. Um so I'm actually originally from New Jersey. I grew up in Florida. Um you know, I came from a pretty traditional family. Mm-hmm. Um, not one where, you know, you would think I would get into this kind of business at all. But um uh I live in Las Vegas now, but I, I initially moved to California when I was like in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. Um I actually uh I have a step cousin who's all uh in the adult industry he's a he's a male but mm-hmm. um he kind of helped i i kind of was introduced to the business like through him so once i kind of like learned about the business i moved out to california and um you know i started modeling for playboy and then um after a few years of that um brazzers had approached me about you know doing my first film so i kind of just jumped in from there um you know i just kind of gave it a shot and went with it. And, you know, here I am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And uh, can you kind of go a little deeper into like, um, you know, Playboy, like how was your experience and uh, things like that?
1: Um, Sure. My experience with Playboy was just absolutely amazing. Um, I, cannot even express like the memories that I have like at the playboy mansion and just it was it was amazing and you know when I got into that I just um you know I initially like sent in photos like to a casting or something and um you know I got a phone call back and they were like hey come you know to our studios in Burbank and do like a a test shoot or whatever so I went out there my mom actually she came with me which was at first kind of weird because she was like, are you sure? Like, you know, you're going to have to be nude or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, yeah, I really want to do this. So she came with me to California cause it was like I had never been to California yet. So she came with me and, um, I went to this test test shoot at Playboy studios in Burbank. And, um, you know, at first I was like so nervous. It was just so crazy. It was like the biggest thing I had ever done. Um, But, you know, once I did that, I actually was invited. I forget how I was actually invited, but I got invited after that to a party Mm -hmm. at the Playboy Mansion. I think it was like that same weekend. And um, I, I, you know, I got all dressed up and I went and it was like the most amazing, like unforgettable thing that I've ever done. You know, it was everything that I thought it was going to be. And, um, you know, there were girls like painted like body painted and you know I went through and like saw all of Hef's animals and went in his arcade and went in the grotto and it was
0: can, can you still hear me Jacqueline
1: I started doing that. He started painting me like body painting me for the parties at the playboy mansion. And then other parties, like in Beverly Hills, you know, like wealthy people would have these lavish parties and, and they would hire girls to like host or whatever. And he would like paint us all. And it was like the most fun experience. Cause like all the girls would get together like super early and they would like paint us from head to toe. We'd be completely naked and they would just like put these jewels on us. And it was just, so glamorous and so fun and it, it was everything that you would imagine that it would be you know or that you would see on like one of these shows um of of the the girls at the playboy mansion you know and um you know i did that for a couple years and you know i used to go to the mansion on sundays and have like movie night with half and some mm-hmm. of the girls and and you know it was like a really amazing memorable experience that i'm really happy that i had the I'm blessed to have, you know, especially since Hef is no longer here. Um, mm-hmm. It was, it was really amazing. It was really, really amazing.
0: Absolutely, and you know, congratulations on that. Um, you know, yeah. that's just you're welcome. It's not something that uh, very many ladies can say that they have, uh, you know, achieved that and, and been around that. Uh, you know, it's really uh, an honor to be a part of Playboy uh can can you kind of touch on um you know like what was the thing you learned most like when you were during your time with playboying and like you know being around uh you know the you know Hugh Hefner and things like that like what did you learn most during that time um well I
1: you know like I said I had started you know I guess fairly young I was in my early 20s (laughs) and you know I had come from such a sheltered life you know my parents were very like protective of me and they didn't really Mm -hmm. like you know my mom flew there with me to even go you know i wasn't like my parents didn't just like let me you know at at 18 go and do whatever i wanted it wasn't you know i was never like that they were always very protective so you know just i I think going into it i was i i was still very naive in a lot of ways um Mm -hmm. you know and I I, I think I, I thought like, oh, I can trust this person and this person is wonderful. And they're, you know, they're really nice and they like me and they're going to make me, you know, famous or whatever. Right, right. Um, and it's, it's not that way. And it's sad because a lot of girls, you know, are young when they get into this business and they feel like. They can trust people, you know, and I'm not saying you can't trust everyone because there are some amazing people in the industry that you can trust and that do have your best interest at heart. But, you know, I learned quickly, like that very guy that had body painted me for these parties, you know, he was mm-hmm. actually not the best guy. And, you know, right. like I had been at a shoot with him one day and he um, got kind of like aggressive, not mm-hmm. aggressive, but he, he kind of was trying to, I guess... You like know, push himself on limits, you yeah, mm-hmm. and push himself right, right. on me and it made me realize like okay this is you know like i'm getting into this is not like a, a job at the mall you know like this is mm-hmm. like a big thing this is this is something very um very intense and and very different so you know i need to kind of you know in a sense kind of put my big girl pants on now and like really be smart about who I get involved with and who I, I let in my, in my, you know, circle, you know, as far as business goes, Um, you know, because you don't, you don't know, especially when you get in, you know, you don't, you don't know who's who now. I mean, I know so many people in the industry within Playboy and within um, the adult film industry, I can tell you everything about everybody now, you know, but that, Mm -hmm. that took me, you know, I've been in the industry, I guess, six, six or so years. So now I, I, you know, I have a reputation and I have a rapport with people. So I know everybody, but when you come into a business like this, like I did, I didn't know anybody, you know, I was like a a small fish and in a big pond when I came out to California. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess the biggest thing I learned was just that, you know, you Mm -hmm. have to be careful who you get involved with and you can't trust everybody. And, you know, no one, it's sad to say but most of the people in this business are just out for themselves. They're not really mm-hmm. most of them are not like trying to help you. They're pretty much trying to see what they can get from you and then once they're done with you they'll they'll spit you back out. You know, it's kind of it's kind of how this business goes. So you have to have very thick skin to, you know, get into this business and to stay in it. A lot of girls think like, "Oh, I want to I I'm pretty and I have, you know, you know, whether it be enhancements or I have this or I have that. And it, and that's great. You know, it, it does take you far in this business, but can only take mm-hmm. you so far. You need to have like really thick skin, you know, and, um, you, you gotta, you gotta be okay with what, you know, people throw at you. Not everyone's going to like you. And, you know, it's, it's, it can be difficult and very challenging at times.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, uh, obviously, like you said, you've been in the in the industry now for about six years, and then you had your, your duration with Playboy. Uh, if you could go back to, uh, from right now, if you could go back to your younger self, what advice would you give you?
1: I'm sorry, you broke up. Can you say that again?
0: Yes, no worries at all. Uh, you know, you've been in the, the industry now for about uh, six years or so, and then you had your duration with Playboy. If you could go back from right now to a younger version of yourself, what, what like, strong advice would you give yourself?
1: Hmm. Um... That's tough. I don't I I I don't know. I mean, I I guess I guess I would just go back to, you know, what I just kind of said I would, mm-hmm. you know, just tell myself, you know, just be careful who you who you get into business with and, you know, because I've had some agents who didn't particularly do right by me in a lot of ways in in my in my um career. Mm-hmm. You know, um I I would I would have told myself probably to make a few different decisions based on that on agencies. And, um, you know, just, I, I mean, I, I, it's hard to say, cause you know, you really, you can't go back, you know, it's like, it's some, it's not something you really think about too much, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, for the most part, I feel I'm, I'm where I should be. So I don't know, but I guess I would just, you know, tell myself to, you know, just, just be careful because it's, it's, you know, it's, it's tough because, you know i'm going to be 33 and i'm mm-hmm. i love what i do and i don't have any plans on retiring but you know at, there are times when i'm like hmm do i want to do something else too or you know and sometimes it's like hmm what can i do you know a lot of people are very judgmental of, mm-hmm. of me at times of what i've chosen to do with my life you know um i have a real estate license in california and in nevada Um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, getting into that business has become, has been challenging for me, even though I'm licensed, um, because of my career and because of, you know, what people see when they Google me, you know, um, uh, you know, I, I never, I didn't think about that when I was younger. And when I got into this industry, I was just like all about the fame and the money and, you know, I, I, and just the whole experience, I didn't put, take into consideration when I'm older, if I want to add some other career to my life or do something else, you know, how would it affect me? You know? So I guess I would just, you know, maybe you have thought that through a little bit more, mm-hmm. but other than that, I guess that's pretty much it.
0: Absolutely. And, um, mm-hmm. what would you say, uh, is your strong encouragement uh, and advice out there to other women like you know uh like that women can empower one another that women can be kind to one another and just uplift uh, uplift one another
1: um yeah i mean uh, you know this this business and it's taught me like you know women are very powerful and very beautiful <laughs> and you know we're all different you know some of us are skinny some of us are a little bit thicker some of us are taller you know i mean There's just so many different like women and and beauty is, is, you know, comes in many forms. And, you know, I feel like society has kind of made people think that beauty comes in like one form and it puts a lot of pressure on girls, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's not that way, you know, and and you can be sexual and you can um, just be yourself. You don't have to be afraid to be, you know, to be sexual or to be, you know, a little bit, you know. Out there, I guess, you know, I I, a lot of people are so judgmental and girls like get down on themselves, and it's just like, you know, we're all human and it's okay to just be yourself, you know, and 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 you know, empower each other, you don't have to bring each other down, you know. Um, a lot of times I see girls that are just like fighting for the same like role or award, or you know, and they get kind of nasty, and it's just like, you don't Mm -hmm. have to, you know, there's a room for everybody, you know, you should really like support each other and be happy for one another, you know? Um, I guess that's pretty much it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Thank you for, you know, your, your strong encouragement on that. Uh, we'll go off topic here for a moment, Jacqueline, and we'll get back into things. Recently, I was named an ambassador for Bodyguards Against Bullying. What is your strong message to speak out against bullying?
1: You were, I'm sorry, you were named what?
0: Uh, I, I was named uh, the International Ambassador for Bodyguards Against Bullying. Oh, cool. What is your... Thank you so much. What is your strong message on bullying, like against bullying?
1: Um, I mean, I think bullying is just, you know, it's a really big problem, especially, you know, with younger kids. Um, I have a stepson and, you know, just hearing like how other kids are, you know, mm-hmm. with each other. It just makes me really sad because, you know, I, I, I can relate to children and, and people who are, you know, who are bullies and who are victims of bullying, you know, because the main reason bullies are bullies is because they've been bullied. And it's, it's very sad because it's like a domino effect and it's just, you know, especially in kids, kids are kids and they don't realize the, the repercussions of it. And they don't, they don't know any better, you know? So it's important, I think for, you know, also for parents and, um, you know, elderly or adults to get involved Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, kind of take, take a, an interest into their children's lives and, and be there to recognize the signs of those things because it's so, you know, it's such a serious issue and it sometimes I feel like it's just taken too lightly and then, you know, it can get really out of hand and then, you know, things can't be undone when, you know, it's just, um, it's a very serious
0: issue. Uh, Absolutely. I really appreciate, you know, your, um, you know, your powerful words behind that. And, uh, you know, it's so true, uh, the things that you touched on, we'll get back on, uh, get back into things here, Jacqueline. What would you say, obviously you've had some, some very, uh, high accolades, some proud moments in life. If you had one though, that really stood out most uh, above all, what was your proudest moment so far throughout your journey?
1: Hmm. That's tough. Um, I think just, I mean, I'm really proud of, you know, my accomplishments in general, and especially Mm -hmm. with Playboy, just because, you know, that's not something that a lot of girls can say that they've done. Um, But I think just now my proudest moment is now like where I've, you know, from where I started to where I am now. Um, When I look back on my journey in the industry, I think, you know, just now seeing where I've where, you know, where I am and who I've become and what I've learned. And, you know, when I look back on it, I'm I never thought I'd be where I am right now. I never thought that I would, you know feel this way and be as proud as i am and you know um be as successful as i am and i'm really grateful for that so
0: absolutely and uh, you know you should be very proud of yourself um what are some what are some things uh that you enjoy to do outside of modeling and shooting content what are some of your hobbies
1: um i love to travel like i'm mm-hmm literally going crazy right now that I can't go anywhere. Right. <laughs> yes.
0: um,
1: I love the beach and I love I love the pool. Um, in the summer, I'm literally always at the pool. Um, you know, I love hotel pools and, and getting a cocktail and laying by the pool. It's like my favorite thing to do ever. I love the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love to shop too. I, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but that's like right. my, <laughs> one of my favorite things to do um but also i just i love spending time like with my family um that's like a huge thing for me um and i mean i like i like you know i like working out and stuff but i, I would say like the the pool the sun the beach that's my favorite thing
0: absolutely uh you know during these times uh, of covid-19 and the coronavirus you know these these what may you know many may cons uh you know perceive as dark times and just unfortunate times Uh, What is your strong message uh, to people out there that, you know, they're dealing with a lot of depression, stresses, anxieties during these moments? Like, what what is some, uh, some, like, what is your message to them? And, and, you know, what are some things you find helpful in reducing stress?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I suffer from generalized anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. So this has been very, very challenging for me. (laughs) Um, It's, you know, been harder than i thought it was going to be at first i was like oh this is you know this is fine but it's become very tough on me so um you know at this point i think like you know we're closer than further to i think the finish line of this i mean not the finish line you know we've got a long way to go but i think we're getting to a point where we're going to start you know opening and and you know getting to a a better point um Mm -hmm. I think like, you know, I think what keeps me kind of as sane as I can be through all this is just knowing that like, you know, it could always be worse. You know, there's people out there who have it way worse. I have um, a lot of my cousins live in Italy and they've told me like really crazy horror stories about what Mm -hmm. it's like over there. And, you know, I'm just really grateful that I'm like still like, okay. And my family's okay. Um, that's kind of just what keeps me, you know, as sane as I can be, I guess. Uh,
0: Absolutely. And, uh, if you could think back to a time in life, like where you had a big roadblock or big setback, uh, setback or, uh, something of that nature, what was that? And how did you overcome it?
1: Hmm. Um, you know, it was, I, I had been in a pretty tumultuous relationship, um, I guess about a year and a half ago now, um, (laughs) it was, you know, a pretty public relationship that I was in with someone else in the adult industry. Um, So that made it very difficult just because it was so public. And, um, you know, we had so many like fans and we had like a, a TV show in Canada. So it just, you know, it was, it was very difficult to have, you know, people like kind of like following our every move and then like, know we did have some issues that that ended up kind of public so it made it it made it very stressful and um you know it was just kind of difficult because it was just like you know in one aspect you have to figure out how to handle things privately and then publicly so it made things very challenging and you know I just I wasn't sure it was very difficult time I didn't think you know I was going to get through it it was just it was hard. And now looking back, I'm like, okay, it wasn't as bad, you know, but at the time it was, it was really difficult. And, you know, um, for the longest time, you know, we just, we didn't want it to end just because of how, you know, we didn't want to go through that publicly, but it was just like, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of like a pot of boiling water that once it boiled over, we were, it was just a mess. So right. um, yeah, I think, just um, just had to you know deal with it as best as we could, and I, I did take like a break from the industry for a little bit, you know, at that point, um, for just like a couple months, and I kind of just distanced myself, and I think that helped me a lot, just kind of staying away and you know, letting things just kind of die down and settle.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, what would be uh your ideal uh you know like dream date that. Uh, you, you could only if you could only have this date, uh, you know, this is the only date you could go on for the rest of your life. What does a dream date look like for you? <laughs>
1: um, I would probably I would probably well, I have an amazing boyfriend. So I would definitely mm-hmm. pro- I would definitely be at the at a beautiful resort or, you know, somewhere a resort with a beautiful pool and a, an amazing bar with right. him during the day. Um, You know, that's that's just like my favorite pastime. Um, you know, it'd have to be super sunny cause I love the sun. Um, and I would spend the day there and then maybe like a nice dinner on the beach. Um, and maybe like a night swim with some drinks. Um, and then, you know, like some, probably some good sex at the end, right. Um, <laughs> right. but I'm pretty simple. You know, I don't really need anything too crazy as long as I have, a good man and some alcohol some sun i'm good
0: (laughs) absolutely Uh, what 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 is um you know some some tips uh for any gentleman any man that would be listening or coming across the podcast that uh what are some things that you really look for uh you know for a a man to act you know gentleman like like you know opening the door you know getting you flowers like what are some things that someone can really do to spice up them being a gentleman Mm -hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, every woman's different. So it's hard, you mm-hmm. know, to, to say, you know, there's women that don't like guys that open the doors because they think like, oh, I'm an empowered woman, I can open my own door, right, you know, right. but for me, like I, my boyfriend, we've been together a year now, and he still mm-hmm. opens the door for me. And, you know, his son opens doors for me. And it really, you know, for me, that's chivalry. And I really appreciate that. Um, I think like, when I look back on like guys that I've dated, Mm-hmm. Um, including him and some others, you know i you know I went on a date with one guy, and the first t- day I met him, you know he brought me like this candle from the store Joe Malone, and you know he had like really fancy tequila and it was just like you know the little things, and like mm-hmm. you know when I met my boyfriend, he brought me flowers and you know, just things like that for me, that, that really means a lot to me, you know, um, I love things like that. I just think it shows that you put some thought into it and you, you know, you just wanted to make, you know, a girl smile and make her happy, you know, um, that means a lot, you know, so I think some things like that for me is what works, but you know, every woman's different.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, what is, um, what would you say like your your encouragement is to, uh, you know, we'll say specifically the, the ladies that want to get into modeling, like what is your encouragement to them?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think every woman should follow their dreams, whatever that mm-hmm. may be, um, you know, but just like I said, you know, I, it's, it's just it's unfortunately it's not for everybody. And a lot of girls right. think that just because you're pretty or, you know, that, or you have a good body that you can get into this business. And it's just not that way. It's that, that's not Mm -hmm. it. You know, um, it's more than just being pretty. Um, unfortunately, you know, it is. it, it seems like that's all it is, but it isn't, you know, um, you, you have to have, you know, a certain personality for it. And also you, like I said, the biggest thing is you have to have very, very, very thick skin, you know, um, uh, you know, I can't tell you how many times people insult me a day, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I get, right. I get people all the ta- all day judging me and, you know, telling me I'm too fat, I'm too skinny, I- I'm this, I'm that, you know, like, it's just, you name it, you know, and you have to really be able to, like, brush those comments off and they can't bother you. If they bother you at all, you can't really, you got to get over that before you can get into this business, you know, because those things will will kill you. You'll never... Mm-hmm you'll never be able to overcome that, you know, and, and succeed at what you do. You, you really have to be able to just brush those things off and not let them bother you. And if you can do that, then you should totally, you know, follow your, your heart and follow your dreams and, and go for it. You know, I mean, it's a great business and I love what I do and, and it's fun and it's, you know, it's I, I'm, I'm really happy to be where I'm at, you know, but it does, it's hard work. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, I, when I started, I didn't just get to I didn't just start where I'm at you know I started and you know people didn't know me and they you know weren't as nice and you know now I I I know people and you know things are a little different for me now but when I started you know it's it's like anything you got to climb the ladder and work your way up and you know make a reputation for yourself but um you know if you can do that and stick with it and have thick skin I think you should definitely go for it you know
0: yeah, absolutely, and uh, you know, as as we get ready to conclude here, I'll pass things over to you. If there was anything that you wanted to touch on, or uh, anything we can expect uh, from you coming in the near future, or some you know some future goals you're working towards, uh, you know, please feel free to elaborate while you're on the podcast. And lastly, just let people know where they can keep in touch with you, your social media handles, and uh, you know, like uh, your your OnlyFans or Premium Snapchat or anything like that, if you have. Um sure yeah
1: um well <laughs> my OnlyFans is, um, where I'm pretty much shooting all my content these days. Um, so you can, you can subscribe there. It's onlyfanscom slash the Jacqueline Taylor. Um, I'm probably going to be putting out something I've never done before on there. Um, and I'm not going to be putting it out anywhere else, not for a website or anything. So, um, you can look out for it there. Um, and then, you know, I might, I don't know. We'll see if I go back to shooting once this is all over. Um, I'm not sure. I might just stick with girl, girl. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see. But I'll definitely do everything on my OnlyFans. Um, you know, I kind of like just shooting for my my OnlyFans. I can, I kind of have a little more freedom there to do what I want. Um, so definitely subscribe there because that's where all my content is. Um, and, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the end of this coronavirus nightmare. I'm sure everyone is. And that's it. I really appreciate you having me on here. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, thank you so much. It was uh, really a, an absolute honor to have you on. And, thank uh, you. You know, you're welcome. And, you know, may your relationship and all your endeavors in life be as blessed and happy and healthy as they've ever been. Okay. Thank
1: you so much. Same to you.
0: All right. You're welcome. You take okay, care. You Bye-bye. You
1: too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. You're welcome.